you be just like you used to be? How come you find so many faults with me? What is life? Are there aliens? What happens if you step on a black hole? Earbuds and earworms. I'm Amy White. What Shepherd? <laughs> and this is. I'm Mitchell Manley. But am I really Mitchell Manley? I mean, but what is a Mitchell Manley? Right. Exactly. What is the the ideal form of Mitchell Manley? The the platonic form, the platonic ideal of Mitchell Manley. Does he exist? I'm pretty sure this is a movie that we can totally figure out. Yes. This I is mean, a... I wish I had a better movie reference, but the last <laughs> one I watched was Hobo with a Shotgun. I've heard that movie is great. I haven't seen it yet. It's not Rutger Hauer in it. It's got to be great. Yeah. So, um, that, I mean, it is an experience. This week, you brought the theme of songs that ask a question. Yeah, I think uh, I, I was looking up They Might Be Giant songs. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. And uh, they have a song called Fingertips that's like a bunch of different songs kind of crammed into one. Mm-hmm. And one of the songs crammed into that is called Aren't You, Get- Aren't you the Guy That Hit Me in the Face? And so I, mean, <laughs> I just thought that as soon as I saw that, I was like, huh, what about songs with questions in the title or songs that ask questions within the song itself? Well, I have a question. Was uh-huh. he the guy that hit you in the face? We never find out. We just ask the question a couple times. Oh, okay. I would have totally I'm pretty liked- sure it was the guy who hit him in the face, though. Oh, I, I would think I would remember it, but maybe if you had a concussion afterwards. Right, yeah, if he hit you in the face hard enough. Maybe, I don't know. What did you bring this week? I'm going to start us off with Ween. Is this what Diener was talking about? The sun comes up and I'm all washed out. Is this what Diener was talking about? I don't think I will ever return again, my friend. If I was king, I'd wear a ring and never hurt my people. I stay Yeah, since since we haven't made it around to an all-ween episode yet, I wanted to throw our listeners a bone uh, with the first ween song that really grabbed me by the heartstrings, kind of made me want to pay attention to what they're doing. The lyrics are so sweet and simple and dreamy, and the chorus has that really neat chord turnaround that makes things sound a little bit sunshiny, a little bit hopeful. Uh, Apparently, the song is kind of loosely about putting a name to that feeling of anxiety and realizing, oh, is this that like panicky fight or flight feeling? You know, is this is this the thing that my best friend's been talking about feeling all the time? That must be pretty miserable, (laughs) you know. So so between like that chord arrangement and the vague references to anxiety, I'd say this is a perfect gateway into Ween for me. See, here's the thing is like Ween, they have such sweet, nice songs that they can do. But the front of this album would not lead me to right, this. Right, yeah. There's a lot of underboob. 
Yeah, there's underboob and and a lot of midriff showing. Yeah, there's like yeah, mostly I just got caught by the underboob. I um, mean, me too, to be honest. The, but hey, yeah, the '90s, all about the underboob. <laughs> um, so yeah, it it's like. I didn't catch that it was about anxiety, probably because I was just kind of like floating along with like, it's just a sweet, sweet song. And um, I don't know, what's that solo instrument thing that's going on? Uh, I think that's some sort of like Mellotron or some other sort of uh, keyboard of some sort, some sort of analog synthesizer. I was just thinking, I was like, it just sounds so nice. I really, really like it. Yeah, it sounds kind of like a Mellotron, which is a you know a very specific kind of synthesizer that just sounds really chill and, and oh. very mellow, obviously. Well, it wasn't the thing that you blow into and push the No, keys. that's a Melodica. That starts with them. It does. Yay. This week, I brought Sir Wuzz's Can We Be More? and like kind of floundering around in the YouTubes and my feelings this week for a song that like asks a question. Um, so Daniel Johnston passed like, uh, yeah. if, if not this past week, it was yeah, the I think week it was like before. last week. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm not like a big flourishes on social media when an artist leaves this plane, but I, I wanted to kind of bring a Daniel Johnston song, but I didn't want to bring a Daniel Johnston sure, song. Sure, it makes sense. So I heard this, and it made me think of Daniel Johnston, his, like, odd singing and the electronic organ, even though this does, I mean, this is a much more produced version of mm-hmm. that. And it's just, like, raw feelings, and it's, like, a bajillion more layers, and it truly lets you take the ride of the song very easily. It captures something that I wanted to hear more on the radio. It's, like, a curated carelessness that just makes like the soothing beauty to express express a feeling question thing if that makes any <laughs> sense at all you make sense every once in a while uh, on yes. the podcast <laughs> yeah i'm super into this one actually it almost sounds like some really radio accessible like panda bear or something like that i love the kind of clumsy sounding kick drum in this one it's it's in time but it's just a tiny tick off from where your ear expects it to fall which kind of unsettles the listener just enough to incite like that heightened state of awareness and then he just piles on some especially cool synth sounds a lot of really cool vocal harmonies and just kind of drifts through the murky clouds. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely curious to hear what the rest of this record sounds like. Yeah, and it was just cool to kind of like hear something that felt kind of careless while it's yeah, not I agree. That careless. I just, I really like that one. Ooh, buddy. The ear buddies. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of songs. Yeah, there I think are. we could even do a second questions episode at some point. Maybe if we yeah. run out of ideas, we'll pull these back. I feel like these folks have a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of unanswered questions. Yep. Um, Jeremy S. Springs, Ken Queters, what am I talking about? When I go out, 
talking about but uh this song has this like pared down 80s feel that makes me happy especially the you know the like ooh 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 parts and the getting totally screwed up sitch uh i want to applaud this for its sound because it's like super joyful and like pared down and 80s while not necessarily being 80 i couldn't tell if he was actually 80s i don't think so it's like 2015 yeah i think this song may have come out in the early 2000s but jeremy will definitely school us and let us know uh, yeah, so Jeremy is in this really great band called Toy Trucks, who just put out a super groovy record, by the way, so you guys should all go check out Toy Trucks. Uh, but I occasionally play bass for Jeremy's solo band, and we do a really fun cover of this song. Uh, yeah, Jeremy just has a knack for finding like the catchiest, most earwormy songs that no one else has ever heard. This one's definitely among my favorites that he's shown me. The chords are super simple, but like arranged for optimum catchiness, and I love the subtle harmonies and the little breaks at the end of the choruses, and of course, I'm all about that, oh, Oh 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 oh! Yeah, yeah, and I'm not entirely sure what he's talking about either. But I mean, I, I guess if he doesn't know what he's talking about, we don't even have a, a chance yeah. to know what he's talking about. So it's just such a silly and fun song to play, and I'm glad it made the cut this week. It's a really fun song. I gotta say the album cover on this one though. I can't remember it's what like it looked he's like. Just standing there going, he's just standing there looking awesome. Yeah, and I was just like, where where did this come from? Yeah, when did this come from? I I don't know. And obviously, like. Is that his real name? Ken Queter? It's got to be, right? I don't know. It's weird spelled. I don't know. It's two N's, so it's short for Kenneth. Yeah. But he went for two N's instead of one N to shorten it down. Yeah. And, and Queter is a, a weird last name, but it's it's weird it, enough that you couldn't have made that up, right? Like I don't know. I think it, you could try really hard to make it I up. suppose. I don't know. Wayne T. brings the bare naked ladies who need sleep. Lids down, account cheap, account heartbeats. The only thing that counts is that I won't sleep. Since the Second World War Well, you're never gonna get it Tell me what's that for You happy with what you're getting There's a guy has been awake since the Second World War like my theme song right like i don't sleep anymore and i used to say i never slept but i really didn't need to then and now i actually need to sleep and it's like 
It's amazing how changing jobs means you actually do get tired. Um, this is the sound of me trying to sleep during the day while having a child with a schedule. Also, uh, have you ever forgotten to tell another nurse about a specific IV placement during report? I have, and it keeps me the F awake. <laughs> and like, I just, even if you're counting and feeling and like palpating your pulse and just saying, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies knows how to make it catchy as the clap tune as well. They are catchy as the clap, for yep. sure. I know we discussed it a few weeks ago, but Bare Naked Ladies didn't get enough res- you know, enough of the respect that they deserve, I it's think. It's the name. I mean, that probably has a lot to do with it, yeah. to be honest. You know, I remember one, one week swept the nation, and they had another handful of singles that kind of trickled through. But here in the States, they're pretty much known as, like, the one-week band, and they have so much more to offer than that. Uh, you know, I mentioned it before that they, they kind of find a way to rap in their songs that, like, doesn't border on appropriation or cheesiness <laughs> they just have a legitimate knack for like interesting vocal rhythms and like word phrasings and things like that and they just fit that into their music in a very unique way that no one else really replicates as for who needs sleep pretty much me <laughs> at all times are you sleepy right now i am very sleepy right now but i got some coffee waiting on me in the car so oh, i just woke up oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah you gotta slam some coffee and get to work I i'm imagine. working on it um jacques brings the move do ya? Um, those are like old school filters. Like I don't want to hear anything about folks hating on like filters and auto tuners because there's something legit going on that is a great and b layering going on like the to the vocals that makes them just like cool as heck. Um, I appreciate the panning on the drums because yeah. I'm pretty sure it was panned. Um, I didn't listen in headphones, but if you are panning so hard that I can hear it on my crappy right, like, yeah, exactly. speakers, I know that it's actually um. Like, very like, stark yeah, paying like, job. It definitely starts from left to right. Um, also, don't call me woman, no matter what. <laughs> you like, don't like that, huh? I don't like that part of the song. Hey, woman. No, don't do it. Yeah, it's definitely a song that I've heard a million times that I, like, recognize, but would never randomly pull until I've had it, like, isolated in my face like this. Uh, I'm assuming the version that I've heard is probably the Electric Light Orchestra version, which the YouTube poster said that they strongly prefer uh, over this version. But I got to say, I disagree. Like, I love ELO and, and totally love what they did with this song. But this version just has so much more heart and spirit to it. Like, sort of reminds me of that original version of My Maria by <laughs> B.W. Stevenson. It just has something so perfect and intangible about it that makes someone else want to cover it. And those covers may be great, but there's just something so magical about the original version, you know? It's because there's no electronic lights. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm cool to, for the electric lights, but uh, I don't know. Just they 
they did a great cover, but there's just something very genuine and authentic about this version, you know? Yeah, well, it's the original recording, right? Right. So I guess it's their, it's like their feels coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jacqueline B. brings Memphis Mini and Kansas Joe's What's the Matter with the Mill? Where are you going? I'm going to the mill. What do you think? For what? Having the corn ground. Oh, that old mill is done rope down. How do you know? I'm just from down there. It broke you down. Oh no, I went to get my cone ground. Why your meal? I couldn't get it ground. What's the matter with the meal? It's done broke down. Done broke down? Yes, it done broke down. Can't get no ground and tell me what's the matter with the meal. Well, I had a little corn, I put it in a sack. Found it to the meal, it come right back. What's the matter with the meal? It's done broke down. What's the We up and broke the mill. Up and broke the mill. Just broke it. Uh, to contemplate that we had to mill our grains. Uh, I may have some like weird old hobbies like of doing stuff old school. But dang, I have never wanted to like grind my own grains. Uh, nature's grains or whatever bread I have <laughs> just never break down. I'm going to need y'all to continue working. Scotch isn't trained well enough and Rue doesn't have the endurance to move a millstone. Yeah. So... Yes, that's all I'm going to say is milling your own grains, F that, Memphis, like many, Kansas Joe, all respect, I ain't doing it anyway, even if the, yeah. if the mill is working. Listeners, don't let Amy lie to you. I can see <laughs> in her eyes right now that milling her own grain may very well become her newest obscure hobby. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I loved your comment this week. It's like, next year, Amy takes up spending time with her own thoughts. Yeah, that's the most difficult hobby of all. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I always appreciate these old, old like, blues songs that are just about the simplest stuff, because from 2019, these songs just sound kind of silly and trite, but they're sort of an artifact of their time, you know, kind of reminding us, as much as life sucks nowadays, life used to suck a lot more. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad we don't have to, like, mill our own grain anymore, but I do kind of wish more people still wrote short, simple, silly songs about, like, mundane activities. I think we owe it to future generations, you know, for posterity to, to tell them about the mundane things we do, like thumbing through Facebook or whatever. I don't want to hear that I need to untangle my headphones cords. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write that one when I get <laughs> okay, home. Okay, that's what you're going to do. Or, like, the, oh, no, my iPhone cord is what an iPhone cord is, and it right. just falls apart. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, make that song. I need that in my life. Yeah. Headphones. Um, Justin W. brings Silver Jews. How can I love you if you won't lie down?
says it's really simple lyrically and musically. R.I.P. David Berman. I love the song. So I had not heard of David Berman and Silver Jews until like a couple of weeks ago when David Berman had passed and it like came up on my favorite podcast and it like highly affected one of the hosts. And so um, like I learned that he wrote really sad songs, like really sad songs. But um, it's this is just the simple song that I find is pretty profound. It's hard to settle down if you won't settle down. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I almost, uh, you know, I also kind of mostly overlooked the Silver Jews until recently as well, which is a damn shame. Had no idea that Stephen Malkmus from Pavement and also songwriter Will Oldham both played uh, for the Silver Jews for brief periods along the way. Uh, This song definitely reminds me of like some magnetic fields or something like the banjo and the other Americana style instruments. Give it some quaint character. So it's got a very classic sound, both in the production and the songwriting, but somehow still feels very modern and progressive. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would imagine since uh, David Berman probably wrote a lot of sad songs, you know, that may be where I'm kind of getting some of those magnetic field feels as well. So is he in magnetic fields? He's not. Uh, that's Stefan Merritt. But I don't know. I just feel like they kind of share a sensibility, oh. uh, it seems like. I saw um, a, a tweet that made me think about you because it right. mentioned Stefan Merritt. Yeah. And it said, of the 69 love songs, like 40 are unlistenable, 22 are really... I'll fight whoever <laughs> said that. There are some like weird tracks on there, but like I remember listening to that album for the first time and like listening to all 69 songs in a row and just thinking it was perfection. Okay, so his name's Luke Burbank. Oh, man, I'm going to travel and whoop his ass and your podcast will be done i think he'll be traveling this direction soon yeah also tbtl's not going anywhere oh man <laughs> sorry <laughs> um michael f gives us soft sell where did our love go like the beauty of new wave doo-wop sounding like stuff like this is just finger snapping good and i want to hug it and return the love to their relationship uh i'm pretty sure it's new wave mm-hmm. uh, I'm nailed pretty- it this time <laughs> yeah i know um just pretty sure of it uh but okay so i don't normally like describe vocals this way but i think the vocals are slinky yeah, I mean, I think that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and uh, YouTube commenters think this is also Tainted Love, the extended version. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't blame those YouTubers <laughs> for being confused. Apparently, the, the Tainted Love single had the song mixed in right after Tainted Love on side one of the records. So, uh, Although, I can't really tell if they just like kept a lot of the same yeah. sounds and recorded this, or if this is like literally done with remixed bits of Tainted Love. Uh, but there's definitely some identical elements. And it's so, the ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just makes for an interesting and unique cover. It definitely, like, 
changes the mood quite a bit from the original, but I think in a really cool way. You know, uh, the Supremes version's very yearning and kind of sad about the love going out, but this version's a bit darker and more nefarious sounding, almost like, oh, you're going to let let the love die in our relationship? I'll show you. And then Soft Cell like, goes out and picks up all the new wave cuties and then, you know, incites some jealousy in the old lover or whatever. But That's kind of what I feel from this one. But they're not forced to play guitar with, like, blank faces. Right, yeah. That's... Robert Palmer? That's Robert Palmer, yes. I'm proud of myself. You're good. I know. I'm pretty sure that there's some tweets brewing if Craig hasn't listened to last week's episode where I called Tool, like, gr- like I think, concrete grinding in the ear. Yeah. He hasn't gotten there yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure expecting, he'll catch up. I'm expecting some pretty... Uh, I always pretty- like when, when, when Craig yells at us like a month later. Yes. Like, I just got to this episode and fuck you guys. <laughs> I know. It's... It's pretty sweet. Thanks, Craig. We love you. Love you, bud. When you hear this, love it. And also, I'm really, ex- I'm really expecting some like burns on the tool commentary. Yeah. I expect it. If you want to tweet at us a month later, <laughs> I'm at Pow. I gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at Ian Pod. Facebook group is Earbuds New Orleans Podcast Group. Just go ahead and make a playlist of all the questioning that all the questions are there and there's just lots of questions sorry <laughs> this week was a lot of a lot of songs wow um uh, sorry gotta pull myself together now uh the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837 you can email the show andypod at gmail.com and you can also find the show and the show picture andypod.com part of the 10710 network what's our final song i'm gonna leave us with joanna gruesome do you really want to know why you're still in love with me so yeah, I was, I was hooked on this band from the moment I read their name, which is a play on the name of the incredible harpist, songwriter, and composer, Joanna Newsom. I'm sorry, that's so nerdy. It's so great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Joanna Gruesome writes just these super jangly noise pop songs. It's just like ke- as catchy as it is abrasive. And I just love the guitar tones and like the male-female blended vocals. Uh, they're from Wales, but I think they've played Gonerfest before, so maybe I'll have a chance to see them live at some point. But in the meantime, let's get jangly with Do You Really Want to Know Why You're Still in Love with Me? From Joanna Gruesome. Dig it!
nerds. <laughs>